Want to make a podcast? Spotify has got a platform that lets you make one super easily and distribute it everywhere and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else your podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&A and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I've discovered Spotify for podcasters, I just enjoy putting these podcasts out for everyone to really like. I highly recommend you give it a try. It's so easy to use. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started today. It's 49ers Cutback Podcast time. Welcome to the 49ers vs. Las Vegas Raiders game preview show. Really excited to get into some key matchups offensively, defensively, talk about some bold predictions, and then, of course, go through and give the score prediction for this game and who I anticipate winning. Now, there's a lot of changes that have happened during this week. A lot of things have changed as far as who's going to be playing, especially for the Raiders. Uh, the Raiders have made a lot of wholesale changes, including Derek Carr being benched and them deciding to go, you know, with Jared Stedham. So Jared Stedham's going to be at the helm, and he's a guy with a little to no experience, not a lot there. He's thrown two touchdowns in his career, six or four interceptions. So a guy that has been prone to turnovers so far. And the news, of course, for the 49ers, there will be no Debo Samuel. I don't know how much that surprised a lot of people, but I think we've all been on the same page. I would believe Debo would be coming back at some point, um, but more than likely it would be Arizona. Uh, one of the things that's you know, really good to hear is that Kerry Hyder and Aubrey Thomas are listed as questionable, so both could be involved overall in the game. So I think that's good news for the 49ers. 49ers are going pretty much healthy, uh, and then you know this is going to be a nice matchup. So let's get into this a little bit. Let's talk about the coaches and, and this matchup. Josh McDaniels for the Raiders comes over from the Patriots. Of course, he did have a stint with the Denver Broncos. Didn't go well. And he ends up back at New England with Bill Belichick. Then he has the weird flirtation with the Indianapolis Colts where it looks like he's going there. He ends up going back and not taking that job and going back to New England. Frank Wright takes the job, and the rest is history. But uh, Josh McDaniels has been a pretty good offensive coordinator in this league for a long time. He's had a lot of success, including winning championships with the likes of Tom Brady at the helm. Kind of makes it easier, doesn't it? But he comes over, you know, and then he kind of brings guys that do the similar things that he likes to do uh, with his coaching staff. 
and they have a pretty good roster. You know what I mean? A lot of that's taking a little bit of a hit, you know, with Derek Carr. I think Derek Carr and Jared Stidham are different players, and Derek Carr's a gunslinger. He's willing to go out there and take chances and get the ball out, you know, to his big-time wide receiver, Devontae Adams. And then, they, of course, they have tight end Darren Waller as well. So huge weapons in the receiving game for the Raiders. And then they have Josh Jacobs, and Josh Jacobs has been having a fantastic year rushing for over 1,500 yards and 11 touchdowns. It's spectacular, and he single-handedly took out the Seattle Seahawks in that overtime matchup that they had early on this year. So Jacobs is somebody that the 49ers are definitely going to have to pay attention to, but they had suffered some injuries on defense, and that's going to change up the game plan for the 49ers, I'm sure. But Chandler Jones is going to be out. Denzel Perryman, the starting middle linebacker, is going to be out. They've already suffered injuries in the secondary you know, throughout the season. So the Raiders team overall have weapons here or there. I mean, they still have Max Crosby. They still have talented players. But the 49ers are definitely on the heat, the hot streak, eight in a row, uh, playing spectacular right now. So this is going to be an interesting matchup. Got old ties and, uh, you know, and kind of old cuts uh, from the Oakland Raiders versus the San Francisco 49ers, and even the L.A. Raiders, uh, Al Davis and, you know, that organization, it was it was a it was a little bit of a rivalry and it got more heated through the years. And let's not forget that the 49ers, after the Raiders left and went to Las Vegas, come with the tagline faithful to the Bay. So it's real. There's something here. Uh, is it as you know amped up as when it was Oakland versus San Francisco? Definitely not. But it's still a game that the 49ers want to win, need to win, because they're still jockeying for good position into in the playoffs. Uh that number two seed is still within reach. The number one seed could be difficult, but as long as that chance is still out there, you want to prepare for it because you always want to have home field advantage no matter what the situation is. And the 49ers can improve their situation by playing really well. So let's get into a little bit of the key matchups in this game. And the first one I'm going to talk about is an offensive key matchup. And what I want from the 49ers is taking advantage of soft coverage. So you, I, I broke down the, the Raiders game versus Steelers, and if you want to watch that, you can head over to Patreon and check that out. Raiders scouting report. I do a scouting report every week on the team we're about to play. Um, and this week, it was the Raiders. And the Raiders against the Steelers was an interesting matchup because you had Cody Pickett playing quarterback, so a rookie. You can kind of get an idea of the way in which the Raiders wanted to attack him. Did they bring blitzes sometime? Yes. But most of the time, it included soft coverage, and it also included cover three. They were playing off. They were making him be accurate. They are making him be decisive, throw the football, and then rallying to make tackles. 49ers can take advantage of that soft coverage. You can't do that against Brandon Ayuk and George Kittle and Jawan Jennings. Like These guys are going to make plays against you. So what the 49ers have to do early in this game, if the Raiders decide to go with the same sort of method, is take advantage of that and get the ball out quickly and let your playmakers create with their legs. We got the yak attack here in San Francisco, and it needs to be on full display. They need to get the ball out quickly, and they need to make sure these guys attack. That's if they're playing off and playing that soft coverage because the Raiders will miss tackles. They will make mistakes, and you'll have opportunities for big plays. Plus, what will happen is if they're bringing those guys in the box but playing soft coverage to try to protect themselves, uh, you're going to be able to eventually make them kind of play you know, move a safety out of the box, and then you can run the football. So it's all about getting to where you can run the football consistently. But if the Raiders load the box and try to take away Christian McCaffrey and Jordan Mason, uh, then getting with these rhythm throws and taking advantage of the soft coverage is what the 49ers need to do on offense. And the 49ers have plenty of weapons to do it. Pretty of a, pretty, uh, 
extensive amount of exotic looks that you know Kyle Shanahan likes to run where he can find mismatches. And that's one of the issues with the Raiders. If you put them in a base personnel set, uh, which means you get them in their base 4-3 or 3-4, um, what you're going to do is you're going to be able to take advantage of some of the matchups between linebackers and players like Kyle Juszczyk or George Kittle uh, or Ray-Ray McLeod. Because when it comes down to it, the linebacker group for the Raiders is not as good you know, as it could be. I mean, Luke Masterson um, was getting beat pretty consistently uh, by Friermuth of the Steelers, and not even on good routes. Uh, he's not great in zone coverage, and I'm sure they're going to run a lot of zone against this 49ers offense, and I think the 49ers are going to be able to take advantage of it, and that's one of the matchups you get with this loose coverage. Okay, I'm playing loose on the outside. I got a, a, a safety on the deep third. Well, that means sometimes you're going to have these linebackers, you know, having hook to curl or having flats, you can get out there and create space against them because they're not Drager, though they're not Fred Warner, and their best cover linebacker was Denzel Perryman, and he's not going to be playing in this game. So I think there's opportunities for the 49ers to attack you know, this group of linebackers for the Raiders. And on the back end for the Raiders, you know, they're going to be going with Sam Webb. Uh, Rocky Sin has been officially put on IR, so he's out. So you've got Sam Webb at left corner. You've got Nate Hobbs at right corner with Amick Robinson or Robertson uh, playing in the slot. And then you've got the safeties, you know, Roderick Teamer and Trevon Morwig. And Morwig, of course, out of TCU. Lots of 49ers fans of him over the last couple of years. So you see what we're, we're kind of looking at here. Linebacker position is dealing with injuries and the back end is. They're going to have to play soft coverage and try to tackle the 49ers you know, in front of them. I just don't know if that's a good recipe for success for this Raiders defense, but the 49ers have it there. And if they do run press uh, man coverage, I feel bad for them. There's going to be some issues in the back end. So the 49ers definitely, you know, have an advantage in that matchup. Now, over on the defensive side, it's all about slowing down Josh Jacobs. And you can see him. He's right there on the thumbnail. Uh, you know, a lot of people would say it's Devontae Adams. You know, Devontae Adams is spectacular, but this Raiders offense really goes off the run game. Go back and watch the Steelers game. And when Josh Jacobs got it going early and he didn't even have a really good game, but just had a little bit of success early. Those linebackers for the Steelers were going all out to stop that run. And when they did, they left a tremendous void in the middle of the field. There's one play I break down where there's literally 10 yards in every direction from Darren Waller and he's wide open. He gets the ball and he gets a pretty good gain, a little over 20 yards. It's a nice play. Uh, but that doesn't happen without the fear that Josh Jacobs is going to be able to run the football. And how do they do it? Well, they they run a lot of you know mixed concepts, but they run zone scheme. And they like to get Jacobs where he can be able to you know create um, you know on cutback lanes, but also read the holes and accelerate through. And he does a pretty good job. Problem is the 49ers are one of the toughest defenses in the league against running backs and against rushing attacks. They haven't given up one single 60 yard rusher the entire season. Jacobs, on the other hand, has been held under 60 yards only three times this season and went over 200 yards against the Raiders. So he's a guy that is pretty spectacular. This is the all-time matchup of, you know, the uh, irresistible force meeting the immovable object. Uh, yeah, and somebody's going to have to give, right? Some, somebody's going to have to make plays. You got Javon Kinlaw back, and boy, was that huge. With Javon Kinlaw and Eric Armstead on the insides and Samson Ebicom and Nick Bosa, who are the better guys at setting the edge in the entire league? It's going to be tough sledding for this Raiders offense to get going. The Raiders offense is, you know, offensive line is not spectacular. Um, they do have a couple notable names who are pretty good. 
uh, just like Colton Miller. He was drafted, you know, just behind um, uh, Mike McGlinchey in that draft in 2018. So he's a guy that has first round value. And, you know, it's funny, the Raiders actually wanted to get Mike McGlinchey. And then you have Dylan Parham. You know, a lot of people have been, you know, fans of him. He's He's playing left guard. But then after that, you've got question marks on the right side with Alex Bars and, um, you know, and, 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 and Andre James at center. So I think the 49ers have an advantage D-line, the offensive line. And I think that's where they end up stopping the run. I think Jacobs is very good, and he's probably going to make a couple of cool runs here and there uh, where he makes great cuts, breaks tackles, and makes plays. But I think with the re-addition of... Devon Kinlaw and the fact that the 49ers, you know, interior defensive line, whether it's T.Y. McGill, you know, or Spence or whoever it is playing opposite of Armstead, have been able to slow up and 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 take on double teams. That frees up Fred Warner, Trey Greenlaw, and potentially Aziz Alshire because the 49ers have been playing a lot of nickel. Uh, they've been playing a lot of Jimmy Ward, you know, on the field, and Aziz Alshire has been playing, you know, 12 to 14 plays a game. Well, the Raiders like to run two tight ends. They like to put a fullback in there and load up. That puts your base personnel on the field. So if that's the case, you're probably going to see more Aziz Alshire in this game. And we'll see what the 49ers can do if they load up. And I expect the Raiders to load up some. They have to protect Jared Stidham. They can't get in situations where they throw on first and second and then it's third and long and Nick Bosa is able to get after you or Eric Arms is able just to pin his ears back and come. So it's very, it's very important for the Raiders to be able to establish a run game and I just think that's going to be really tough sledding. So slowing down Josh Jacobs is a defensive key. And that will lead into what you do with Devontae Adams. Because Adams is your second right process that you have to go through. You have to make sure you always know where he is. I think Mooney Ward is going to be on him. I think you're going to see 7 on 17 all game long. And they're going to try to take away Devontae Adams probably at first with just Tarverius Ward. And then if Ward needs help, they'll help they'll adjust accordingly. Um, the only other you know options that the Raiders have at the receiver position, they do have Hunter Renfro. You know Renfro, he can complete uh, third down conversions. He's good in the slot. He's you know quick change of direction. So I mean that'll be a little bit difficult if he's playing in the slot on Jimmy Ward. Uh, Ward not as good changing directions, but he is long and he is physical. So if he can get physical with Renfro, that's where he can have success. And then of course you have Darren Waller, who they're going to have to pay attention to. Probably, you know, get some looks from Talano Ufonga, Fred Warner, maybe even Jimmy Ward, depending on how they go about handling it. But uh, those are the weapons for the Raiders. And it all starts with stopping the run. If you stop the run, it's going to make it easier to defend those players. And if Charverius Ward can hang with Devontae Adams, and I'm not saying stop Devontae Adams, but just hang with him, make him compete, and keep his numbers down, and they don't have to give him help, that this defense will be able to shut down the Las Vegas Raiders. I just, I just really think... Uh, this is a, a hard matchup for the Raiders overall. And now let's get into our Wow That's Bold fiction. Wow, that's really bold. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. It's really bold. Whoa. And my Wow That's Bold. And of course, I want to know all your Wow That's Bold. Put them in the comment section down below. Let me know what your bold predictions are. I always love you know, seeing your bold predictions and hearing them. Uh, it's always fun. But my wild ass bold is going to be on the defensive side of the ball. I just like the matchup of the 49ers defense versus the Raiders offense. You throw in the fact that it's going to be Jared Stidham instead of Derek Carr, even though with Derek Carr, I probably would have predicted turnovers because he does that. 14 interceptions on the season. 
but I think the 49ers are going to stack are going to sack Jared Stidham five times. I think they're going to get after him. I think Nick Bosa is going to have some success. I won't be surprised if he doesn't tie Alden Smith's record by getting two sacks in this game and ending the game at 19 and a half, three sacks behind the all-time record in the NFL if he can, you know, in that last game against Arizona. And I think Armstead's also going to get home. So I think it's going to be a fun game. I also think this 49ers defense is going to cause two turnovers. I think with Jared Stidham there, he's going to get happy feet as the 49ers pressure him at times. And I also think he's just inexperienced. His his record uh, alone and his time that he's played, you know, two touchdowns and four interceptions means he's prone to, to turn over the football. I think he will as well in this game. And I think the 49ers are going to hold the Raiders under 225 yards of total offense. I think this is going to be a defensive-dominated a game. I think this defense is not going to be happy with the fact they gave up 20 points to the Washington Commanders that consisted of three touchdowns. Uh, they're a prideful group. They're not going to want that to happen. And the Raiders are going to be the ones that have to deal with that possibility. I think it's going to be a fun matchup between the two teams. But now it's time for the score prediction. And I also want to know your score prediction. So leave those down in the comment section down below. Let me know what you think about this matchup and who's going to win. So I've been making predictions throughout the week and it's kind of changed and i talked about this a little bit on the live yesterday was the fact that it the, the first time i made a prediction on slightly offsides a exclusive show that's over on our patreon 40 dollars cutback patreon um me and horse were discussing the game prediction he makes a, a prediction every week normally i wait until this game preview show but i said well i'll go ahead and do it for the patrons you know and uh i predicted that the 49ers were going to win 34 to 13 that was with Derek carr at the helm uh, so then it changed, and I was over on John Chapman's Patreon, and he asked me the prediction, and for fun and paying homage to Nick Mullins, who you know beat the Raiders in in 2018, him and George Kittle, I said 35 to three. Well, now I get to give my prediction of what I believe the score is going to be, um, because after watching the film and everything, I think the 49ers are going to dominate this football game. I think it's going to be tough for the Raiders to get going, um, a lot because of Stidham but also because the 49ers are good about stopping the run. And that's really how this offense gets going. They run the football and then create play action off that. I don't think you could put Jared Stidham, you know, in an empty set and let him go pick it apart. So I got the 49ers making plays and I got them winning 38 to 10. I figure Stidham and this uh, Raiders offense gets one touchdown. And then at some point they get a field goal, but I think the 49ers are going to dominate. They're going to go, you know, from beginning to end on this one. Uh, and it's going to be a fun game to watch. And the 49ers are going to take care of you know, the Bay Area rival or former Bay Area rival in the Raiders. Uh, and you know what? That's what's exciting. 49ers will win nine straight if this happens. Kyle Shanahan's longest win streak as a coach in the NFL. Spectacular. One step closer, hopefully, to securing that two seed, depending on what happens with Minnesota and Green Bay. So go Green Bay. Uh, but, guys, everybody, thanks for watching. If you have already uh, haven't already liked the video, um, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. We've been getting a lot of subscriptions lately. Really appreciate the love and support uh, that we get from the Cutback crew. You guys are the best. So thank you guys so much. And if you haven't checked out Patreon and you'd like to, you can get exclusive content like you know a, a episode every week of Slightly Offsides with me and Horse, uh, where we you know talk 49ers, but kind of in a more open area and forum. And then also scouting report videos. Uh, those things are available over on Patreon if you want to go check that out. But thank you guys so much for watching. Hope you guys have a great new year. And I'll see you after the game for the live reaction show. Come join me right after the 49ers versus Raiders game. We have a fun conversation. If you like interactive chat, 
get here. Uh, I go through everyone's you know conversations. I, I answer all the questions. We just have a really good time. So join me for that. But until then, stay safe and remember the right way is always the 49ers way.